Previously, on Oh These, Those Stars of Space. We've crossed enemy lines. There, in a central square in the provincial capital, is a field office of the Corexian Ministry of Information. Look, as I keep saying, this espionage thing is a little new to me. I'm not exactly sure what to do. Help a brother out. Sandwiches falling from the sky. Yes. Tiny little cheeseburgers. In the vanguard, you call them sliders, fall gracefully across the square. My name is Trinita. City laws, you are the burger bomber. A new campaign focused on plant-forward diets. What would the Corexian Vermont Ministry of Information even want with a second-rate empire like the Concilium? You enter the war room and are shocked by what you see. Mock-ups of giant billboards reading, Meat! Part of a balanced diet? We zoom into the mind of the army lieutenant, massing his troops just outside the war room, ready to apprehend our three heroes. He thinks, Haha, I've got them. They've got no chance to escape. What is the deal with that leg's loveless? I just wanted to fuck him again. <laughs> oh well. I'll find him. I know I will. I have the vast resources of a massive space empire. <laughs> There's nothing I can't do. I'll find him. And then, maybe we'll have some more sex. Uh, I just realized I left like a gallon of DNA in that guy. I don't think the hair's gonna matter. <laughs> and now, the conclusion. It's cold. Somewhere in the distance, we hear, ever so often, a drip of water. A Malthusian devil rat scurries across a barely lit hallway. We push further down this hallway. Inside each cell, you glimpse the silhouette of the villain it contains, and each seem more sinister, more dangerous than the last. Finally, the camera slows as we arrive at three cells. And who is this contained within? <gasps> Why, it's Gelmer Lysander, Carboat Bin Laden, and Bluperno Ilion. Space. What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare to scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh, these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode is Information War Part 2 Starring Tim Platt as Gilmer Lysander Taylor Moore as Carboat Bin Laden Christopher Hastings as Pluperno Ilion and Joe Lepore as Everything and Everyone Else
We fade back to our three heroes, trapped in their three cells. In an uncanny coincidence, it's been three days since they were captured by Corexian agents at the Ministry of Information. Gelmir leans in the back of his cell, his head arched up, staring at the ceiling, hoping, praying for something, maybe Meredith, to break through and save his life. He surely can't save himself. He fucked up. Another day in the life of an idiot who thinks he should be a captain is actually just an explorer, nonsense, stupid asshole. He plays with the one thing he was allowed, a dull butter knife. He requested a real knife, a sharp knife, to remind him of a scar and his dad, but all he got was a shitty butter knife. He looks up in that ceiling. Nothing's coming. Begin to feel like nothing ever will. Lupiano Ilion, a, a fish person, uh, to put it uh, in the simplest language possible, is without his mobile aquarium. And so he is in a cell that can best be described as um, a tank of water or an aquarium. And he swims this way and that and occasionally will flit into the plastic castle. Occasionally he tries to reach out psychically to his two companions. I don't know, just to see how they are doing. But that psychic tendril that Bluperno sends out uh, through the bars of his aquarium into the next cell falls upon deaf ears or perhaps no ears at all while he only sees the image of a man doing a herky-jerky dance in the mind of the spake tobacconist and tokable salesman, Carboat Bin Laden. Carboat Bin Laden is sitting in his cell low to the ground because his robotic lower half has been confiscated by the Corexian guards. Instead, there is a hubcap-style cap keeping his guts in his torso, and he moves around like a person without legs does when they don't have a chair or sticks anything. So what did they with their hands? It's taken three days to get used to it, but you can get around pretty well, although it's tricky in his cell because his cell is piled high with comfort items because when they asked Carboat Bin Laden what comfort item he would like, he answered infinity comfort items. And because of an old law, they had to do it. And so now his cell is scattered with teddy bears, uh, pillows, uh, the sort of pillows that are Japanese anime wives, uh, other kinds of pillows from other types of waifu and other species and languages and cultural traditions. Uh, there's a box of pictures of people's spouses. Uh, there's a a wooden bowl full of lockets, each one inside has a picture of someone. someone. I don't know, these are all the comfort items that have been collected over the years. Carboat leans back, resting his arm sore from moving him around himself, and grabs a harmonica from a pile of harmonicas, takes it to his mouth. We hear one chord blown on the harmonica. And then he eats it. (laughs) (sighs) If we don't get out of here soon, I'm going to run out of these harmonica slacks. We're going to get out of here soon, right? Fellas? Come on, boys. Gilmer? I don't know, guys. I got you into this mess and I fucked up. Maybe fucked up some of the worst I've ever fucked up before. And honestly, with my track record... (laughs) 
That's pretty damn bad. I'm sorry, I never should have gotten the stupid notion in my head that I could be a commander, a captain, a leader of men, or other creatures. I fucked up. And now, Meredith is gonna have nobody to marry, so she'll probably marry somebody cooler and taller than me. <laughs> you guys will die knowing that your favorite person let you down. I didn't know if uh, we will die. I know that um, in <laughs> current circumstances, I absolutely cannot escape as I am an aquatic creature and they have taken away my uh, robotic legs, same as they have for you, Campbell. So, if we were to escape, it would have to depend on the, something I cannot even imagine. In the meantime, I, I, I float and I swim, and it is not so bad, eh? It is not so bad, eh? To be fair, you're not the one being tortured every day, Blue Perno. Is that what they're doing to you as you uh, have to leave? Gilma, I never checked in, but they're torturing you too, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, they're torturing. Sorry we never checked in about it. I just, like, once I stopped being tortured, I was sort of like, I kind of don't want to think about that again. <laughs> we flash back to a montage of Carboat being subjected to awful, awful tortures, painful prodding by strange laser weapons, uh, being being hung up by his arms from the ceiling and prodded and poked. And then we cut over to see Gelmer's torture and see reams of paperwork being forced upon him. Just endless, endless clipboards. So do I sign or do I ha do I actually have to read all this? Because it's sort of like... I don't know why I would even need to read it in the first place. I don't understand the thing that's made. So do it, can I just we sign it We flash back go? to the cell. Yeah, I just kind of don't want to think about that ever again. I understand. This is why you have resisted a mind trinity between all of us. You do not wish to share your tortures. Understand. No, it's best to keep it internalized. You see, the secret to surviving interrogation and torture is to simply take yourself to your your home place, your fun place. Disconnect your mind from your body. Disconnect my mind from my body? Yes. Almost like you're floating above yourself, watching what's happening happen to you, but not experiencing it. At least that's what I hear. That's an old trick. This is my first time being tortured, personally. Let me try. Galmir closes his eyes. He tries to uh, he tries to uh, will a spirit version of himself above himself, watching down below. Can he do it? Is this possible? He's just a normal human man. Can it be done? You're doing it. Is it working? I just I can't. Galmir, where did you go? He tried to imagine Meredith. He tried to imagine him and Meredith holding hands, looking down at his body. He tried to imagine her being like, oh my god, you kind of look cute like that. And he'd be like, no, babe, no, I look like a fucking trash. I look like a fucking trash dumpster fire right there. And her being like, no, I kind of like you like that. And he'd be like, no, you look amazing. But then he opened his eyes and there was nothing but that very same blank ceiling staring back at him, saying nothing. Wait a minute. Gilmer. What? We've been tortured for three days, and you don't have an anti-torture interrogation technique. What have you told them? Have you told them anything about me? No, dude, guys, I don't... 
I may be a shitty leader who's never going to be a commander ever, who's never going to be a captain in a day of his life, but I'm not a betrayer. I would never turn you guys in. All I've done is tell them some truths about myself, and I can actually get pretty deep about that stuff, so that's why it's been taking so long. Ah, oh, thank goodness. That a boy. You see, that's the mark of a true leader. You see it not as a position of power, but as an act of service. I mean, come on. I mean... Even if I did have something to say, what would they care about, you know, a simple vape salesman? Of course! What would they possibly want to know about me? <laughs> a guard comes down the hall. Uh, <laughs> he's he's pushing a big cart, and he stops in front of Carboat's cell and opens it up and says, Oh, we found some more comfort items for you. Oh, good. And he picks up a, a large pile of handmade quilts and brings them into Carboat's cell. Oh, uh, we... We believe we're we're about all out on covered items, but we're getting a new shipment in next week. Um, okay, we want to honor our obligation, so. Well, as long as you know the law. He nods and continues on down the hallway. Oh, thank God these quilts finally came. I'm freezing and starving. And he shoves the quilt in his mouth as fast <laughs> as he can. It's, it's It makes a disgusting sound, like when you have a bunch of cotton balls in your hand and squeeze them. Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have asked. Do you want one? Do I want to eat a blanket? Yeah, I got an answer for that. And it's spelled N. Uh, whoa, hey, a blanket. Huh. Cabot, hmm. I am most impressed that you knew to find such a very specific loophole in uh, the work laws that you were able to ask for an infinity of comfort items and we did not. I merely asked for this castle. Oh, well, you know, a few weeks ago I was at Bar Trivia and it was one of the questions and I just remembered it because I got it wrong because I didn't know, but someone else did and they got it right and so it stuck in my head. That is very plausible. Mm, isn't it? <laughs> Genie was here right now and granted you three wishes. What would you be wishing for? Infinite wishes. I knew, see, I knew you were gonna say that. See, I actually knew you were gonna say that. Because when you did that thing with the infinite like comfort items, I was like, I bet you would do that with a genie too. <laughs> and, I, and I was right, and I was right. Being able to predict what your underlings will do is a key demarcation of those in control, power, the captain, if you will. Stop it. I mean, I wouldn't know what Blue Perno would ask for, except, I don't know, a new portable tank again, and then maybe even more powerful psychic abilities, and then, I don't know, uh, like some guppy used to call his own to look up to him or something like that. I would ask for a wife. <laughs> See, I skipped over wife straight to guppies. That shows you how much I know, my friends. I would ask for the love of a lifetime that has eluded me so far. Oh. This is all I will reveal to you. I will not tell my other two wishes, nor will I tell you any more about my dating life. Come on, Blue Peril, you can't leave us hanging there. You've never been in love? You haven't even been close? Of course I have been in love. If you're not going to dish now, then when will you, Blue Perno? Come on, pull back the light blue colored wet vinyl curtain and let us see what's going on in that wet works of yours. Very well, I will tell you only because I have recently discovered you have been tortured so much 
and it is my duty to give you some means of comfort. When I was 18 years old, I met a woman fish for the first time, and I said, Oh, um, mead. That is so much better than every other fish I have ever seen. And she said, yes, it's because I am a, a woman and you are a man. And I said, oh, I do not know anything about this. You see, I have been so dedicated to my training as a psychic fish. She said, psychic fish? I said, yes. I said, show me your mind. And she did. And I said, wow, there's a great personality in there. I love you. And then a big, a big hook went right in her mouth and pulled her out of the ocean. She was, she, I found out later, she was fished. She was fished by a man, by a human man. Served up as sushi. I learned so many terrible things on the day. I learned about the wonderful thing that was love. Sushi, fishing, man eating us. Terrible thing. Oh, you must bear the most wicked of grudges against the human race. How strange that now you serve in the Concilium Vanguard. Don't you see, Carbot? This is, uh... I have come to forgive man as an individual. Many, many good men, many good women, many good humans. As a species, I have to say I very much love collecting their shames and their secrets. I love to hear what they hate most about themselves rattling around inside their minds. It gives me peace. And again, also the ones I like, I help. Oh, fuck. I'm going to come. A whole career pointed towards the revenge, the concilium, for their early murder of your beloved. And now you hide amongst them, stealing their secrets. Oh, perhaps we aren't so different, you and I, Bluebird. No, we are both spies. I know this. No, I meant because you love to smoke them in the therapy room, and I like to smoke them down at kids' videos, vaping tokables. Look at, check it out on you mangoes. Flavors. Yeah, I guess I'm sort of a spy too. I'm always trying to look and see what's going on for my own personal gain. But why should I be a spy for myself if I can just be a good employee? I don't even know what I want anymore. Oh, Gilmer, every leader knows it's always good to listen to give an ear to the ground. You keep calling me a leader, but I'm not. I tried and I fucked up, okay? I'm an explorer and that's it and that's all I'll ever be. Gilmer. At, at this point, I want you to be a husband because I'll be fucking dead by these fucking Corexian assholes. Because we're never going to get out of here because we're going to die here rotten this cell. There's the three of us together. That's it, all right? That's it. No, the Concilium wouldn't leave you to die. Look, in a few hours, we're due to be picked up. They'll come here and say... Gilmer, look at me, Gilmer. Don't turn away. Look at me. What? The Concilium will come and save us, yes? We're not going to miss the rendezvous point. And so they'll know we're in danger and come and save us. Yes? The Corexians took all of our identifying information. They don't know where we are. You don't have, like, an implant or something? And the space bird Tectopia there's, like, 16 implants in all the space birds. No, they ask, but that grosses me out, and I have limits. You said no to the implants? Of that course, they would use disgusting. to save you in this exact situation? I believe my, my words back then were, I gotta do things naturally, and if that means a natural death, then that means a natural death. So I said read literally now? the exact same thing. I said the exact same thing, word by word. I said the exact same thing when they tried to do the implant. 
Really? That's good. Because people gave me a look, and I was like, I think it kind of makes people sense. Get, you know? People gave me a look. Yeah, give me a look. Yeah. That's crazy, <laughs> Bupero. Whoa. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I mean, now it does. It's far too experimental. Well, it's, it's like, and what kind of life would it be if it's a life I'm always watching? Yeah, you know? What kind of life where you'd be saved by your friends with guns? Up until now, didn't need it. And the parts of my life I value most right now are parts that would not have happened, I'm guessing, if I had an implant. So, this is it then. Just us three! No, who knows? Kelma, if I may offer you a wealth, I have counseled many captains, admirals, and bishops. They have all had the same crisis as you. Everyone thinks they are a fraud. Only looking back do we see that we are not. Just live your life and take me and Cabot out of here. Whether it be living or dead, you will be our leader. You've done nothing wrong. The circumstances were going to happen no matter what. The cards were stacked. I recently learned how to play poker against a cheat, and I found out uh, what that means. Thank you, Luperno. And thanks for explaining how you understood that phrase. It yes, was, of course. It was driving uh, me crazy. A <laughs> fishman who plays poker? Uh, uh, crazy, I understand. But no, I learned To be how. honest, these days, well, I'll believe anything. But thank you. I appreciate it. I hope we don't die together, but right now, I can't figure out how we're going to get out of this alive. We have no clue right now, but when the moment presents itself, promise me this. <gasps> Do not doubt yourself. I guess I promise. But promise me this. Okay. A good leader must always have skepticism towards his own goals and assumptions. You must always doubt yourself. I guess I promise that too, though it... Sort of feels weird to be doing but two act. contradictory things. What? But you must act. You must act with pure instinct. Act on exactly the feeling you feel in the moment. But show vulnerability and humility at the same time. Yeah, I guess so. It's going to be hard to accept, but I guess I can do that too. And don't forget to delegate. A good leader delegates. That I definitely don't have a problem with, because when you're with Meredith, it's like, is it delegation or as much as just letting her call the fucking shot sometimes? No, and but so I- this goes on and on. This continues back and forth, this grand rapport. And our three heroes sit, watching the seconds tick by, knowing their expected rendezvous with the Cavalier is in a mere three hours. Surely, wherever this building is, it's shielded from teleporters. Mm. In the distance, you hear a door clank open. Footsteps come down the hall. Eventually, they stop at Carboat's cell. It's Corexian guards, here to collect Carboat for his daily interrogation. <laughs> you walking Mandarin Anges! Do your worst! Gentlemen, I'll be back in a few seconds. Keep my seat warm. I'll need it while I'm relaxing in a cool manner. One of the guards looks at Gilmer. It will be more than a few seconds. No, it won't. Drag him down the hall. Don't worry, fellas. All your secrets are safe with me, and all the info I've gleaned from being a, a simple tobacconist on the concilium ship, the Cavalier. <laughs> I'll be back in just a few moments, barely touched. And then the door shuts. Please, 
Please, please let me go. I'll tell you everything. Everything about those two freaks. <laughs> Save it for the interrogation. We'll get to all the of it. The fish is psychic. Listen, the fish is psychic. He works for the weird psychic group. I haven't discovered all the details yet. I'm merely a demacinist. Please we don't know, hurt me. We know, we know he's a psychic. We know he's psychic. We're taking care of that. Oh, good. Well, if you need any help, let me know. We cut to a small generic interrogation room somewhere deep in the bowels of this prison. A Vermonter sits in a chair looking through a file. He's a stout man, about 50 years of age, with weathered hands. Oh, you could put some posters up or something. Come on in. Oh, happy to. Wait, no. No weird springy wire mattress thing to be electrocuted upon? No half rack? No bed of nails? No tiny drip device? Why, has my, has my suffering ended? Is the torture over? Well, uh, it could be. I thought we'd just have a conversation today. Ah, oh, mm, what a relief. Look at you, man, Corexian. I'm guessing somewhere around 50 Corexian years, your weathered hands tell me. You're not much for clerical work. You've been out in the field. <laughs> I have to admit, I don't get that a lot. No, I'm, uh, I'm human. Oh, right. You must be one of the Vermontos. Never met one, personally. It's a pleasure. Yeah, a lot of us keep to the woods these days. There's a glass pitcher of water on the table, and he pours two cups. He hands you one. Drink? Oh, God, thank you. And Carboat picks up both glasses and eats them both in a horrible <laughs> sound. The water just falls on the floor. I've been living on nothing but harmonicas. Didn't know you eat glass. Is that what that was? Yeah. That explains a lot. So, uh, so you're Spake, huh? <laughs> what gave it away? <laughs> yeah, we don't get a lot of Spake around these parts. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> don't see a lot of, uh, Spake in the Concilium either. No. Well, there's not many of us left, you know, and we prefer to keep to sort of our private lives on the Spake Arcology ships. You know, but I, I like to travel, I like to see things, I like to hear stories and take all the experiences that people have had, and then I like to hear them regale me with their tales and things like that, the gossip, oh, their love lives, what they do with their work, how they think about all sorts of things. And so I lit out into the galaxy, selling smokables and tokables and cigars and vapes and etc. So yeah, don't see many spake around, but... I guess you acknowledge that you're, uh, you're with the Concilium? Yes, um, was recently selling my tokables on a he's writing, space He's writing in an, he's writing on a notepad. Oh, yes, you're writing this down. I'll go a little bit slower. I was recently selling my tokables on a, one of the Spacebird Tectopia ships, and, well, you know, the whole Spacebird Tectopia went non-smoking, so they left me in a little, little, uh, ship mechanics on this little asteroid moon, and what you know it in a few days. Concilium Vanguard ship passes by, pretty rare out there in that quadrant of space. And what you don't think, it just so happens that they had a tokable shop and the crew member that was going to run it had died on a recent mission. And so there was a spot for me. And if I work at that store successfully for three years in a economically downtrodden part of the ship, then I'm allowed to apply for Concilium citizenship. And that sounds nice. Imagine me, the first spake of citizen of the Concilium. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I agree. After three days of torture, we haven't 
got any of you to admit that you were actually affiliated with the Concilium, so I'm glad we're making some well, progress I'm not here. Affili- I just work on the ship. I'm not, a, I'm not a member. I'm not affiliated with the Concilium. But your your associates were also uh, on that Concilium ship with you? Oh, yes. If you promise not to torture me, I will tell you. That is Gilma Lysander. He's an officer aboard the Cavalier, and the man in the fish is a psychic fish. He acts like he's a therapist, but I think he's part of the secret psychic fish corps. Careful. Wow, we're we're making a lot of progress. I was going to, I was going to try and bargain with you for some of this information, but it's great if you're going to give it freely. I thought that you not torturing me was your part of the bargain. Well, there was. Uh, I'll show some cards. We were planning a sort of carrot and stick approach. You see. Oh, carrot, please. <laughs> of course, well, no, carrot, I'm... extra carrot for the one. <laughs> one order of carrots for me, Carbo Bin Laden, please. It doesn't work like that, Carbo. Well, what if it did? <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the Spacebird Tectopia. Is it? I've got a Type Five on them. You're going to love. They drive like this. It's funny because members of your species have been prized in intelligence services for decades. Mm. Particularly, you might know, in the Spacebird Tectopia. Oh well. Why? There's a number of Spake agents that keep some of my boys up at night. Would you believe it? Really? Oh yeah. Oh, I wouldn't know anything about that. Some horrible stuff. Oh. Really? I mean, you're sort of known for being an expert in torture. Or, oh. uh, sorry, not you, your species. Oh, well, yes, a spake has a lot of bad reputation and strange stereotypes. Unfair, I think, about us. No, we're just your common Joe snake spider creatures with robot parts who you know, eat things by tearing into large animals, and they all the spider eyes and the weird mouths freak out a lot of the human and concilium races, but really, we just want the same thing everybody else does, to, you know, find a willing mate, split them open violently, lay our brood inside, and then watch them tear the carcass open as they free themselves, and then raise them into whatever ideology we've adopted on the arcology we've been allowed to live on. Same as you. (laughs) You're right. There's more that unites us than divides us. I agree. It's a shame we find ourselves on opposite sides of this little fracas. Oh, the war is terrible. I hate it. I'm neutral myself. Right, right. Hey, I was wondering, um, there are some spake agents that we have a particular interest in. I'm curious if you might be familiar with any of these names. And some of them might be aliases used by the same operative. I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't really know a lot of this information. I doubt, uh, hey, you understand how this information gets traded and moved around. Here's so what I know. Eat. You come into my shop. I'm like, do you want a mango? You want a custard? You want, you, you know, you want a DIY double wick set up? What do you want? You want a Cuban? He leans forward. Do you know the name Cam Girl Gehring? I don't know Cam Girl Gehring. I know of Cam Girl Gehring. I think there was a rumor. Oh, Cam Girl Cam. Wait, Cam Girl Gehring. That's the famous Spake Lothario. A famous lover. What about the name Neil Pertplus? Oh, no, I can't think I've heard of that one. Bike Lake Fanning? No, no, can't say that rings the bell. Alamo Drafthouse. Oh, you know, I think I... Draft house, um, the space bed Tectopia ship. I, I don't think it's no, not no, no, that they have met him. Puke Smellington, no, Penis Baratheon. Sounds familiar, but no, I don't think I have to see my contact list. But I, we might have been on a group chain at one point, but I don't, I don't, but <laughs> I can't say. Humongo Gargantuan. Humongo Gargantuan, Humongo Gargantuan, Humongo Gargantuan. No. Salacious cum. Mm-mm. 
Ho Ho Jijo. <laughs> no, miss me with that. Girl Boss Boy Sauce. Girl Boss Boy Sauce, no. I've never met her. Balto Stalin. No, doesn't ring No, no idea. What about Digimon Anime? I'd say, actually, you know what? I think we went to the same uh, primary school, but I haven't seen them in years. And uh, last one, Adult Friend Finder Jr.? Where did you hear that one? From some back channels over the years, gotten some reports. Oh. You know you know anything? Unless it's a new kind of, you know, cigar. I don't know a back channel if it jumped up and stuck itself in my mouth and lit itself on fire. <laughs> These are these 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 are people you like. Just people we're interested in. <laughs> well, they, well, they sound people we're very interested in. Oh, they sound interesting. Adult friend yeah. Kaya Junior. They've got a story to tell. I mean, if you if you looked at all these names and you saw the deeds associated with these names, you'd probably be pretty interested too. A number of kidnappings, oh. high-profile assassinations. No! Uh, sabotage. <gasps> Sally Ford. Theft of state secrets. Oh, dirty work. Sale dirty... of state secrets. No, to steal and then sale? One-stop shopping. What? No, in retail you can't do that. Well, what can I say? It's happening. I'm so sorry that you've run into these people. Have you run into them? Do you have any pictures of them? Do you know what they look like? Have you done videos? descriptions. Of... Hmm? We have a lot of descriptions. Well, you know, a lot of the spake. People say we look alike. But if you grow up with spake, you can you, you you don't think that. It's just people who don't grow up with spake that think that. And I don't blame them. I don't think they're bad people. It's just about what, you know, you, you, where, where you grew up. Look, I'll tell you, I'll be honest. I think Blue Burner looks like every fish person I've ever met. But that's because he's the first one I've met. Okay, well, you hold on to that. I'm not a bad guy. I will say, uh... About 15 years ago. Oh, ages. Yeah, a long time. The Corexian oh, ambassador lifetimes. to the Space Bear Tectopia uh -huh. was assassinated. Oh, really? Yeah. They don't talk about it much. No, they don't. But the only, the only trace left by the killer was just a little fragment of a nail. Oh, maybe a carpenter. <laughs> no, no, like a, like a, you know, like, um... You know, like uh, cartilage. Oh, oh, genetic material. Genetic material, really? Well, yeah. you know, it's so easy to fake these days. Probably could have been like a false flag operation. You know, well, lead to surrender. It's. Yep. I'll tell you, it's spake DNA. Oh well, of course. You know, blame the spake. Frame the spake. 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 Framing. There was a national sport of you know freaks and weirdos. It'd be framing the spake. Well, this has been an interesting conversation today. I agree, but I'm so tired. Yeah. Well, we should let you get back to your cell. <laughs> Time to go back to the cell. <sighs> I will say for a for a simple vape and tokable salesman, you found yourself in quite a strange situation oh. here being caught red-handed in our one of our most sensitive installations. Well, you in know about that. one of the most that. sensitive rooms. I think we can probably empathize about that. I mean, look at yourself, a Vermonter. This place full of Corexians. I mean, yeah, it's called the Corexian Vermont Empire, but we all know they look down on the Vermonters, much smaller populace. That must bother you, don't It's it? an alliance. It's an alliance. Well, <laughs> you know, still, 
It's gotta feel strange being the only Vermont around all these scaled arch Corinthians. That's gonna bother you in some way, does it? Does it, does it bother you in some way? No, I'll tell you what bothers me. It, it bothers me that for a crime like yours, our system, though for the most part, is geared towards rehabilitation. Well, your sentence is life in that tiny little cell. No. With no chance of escape or parole. It's a real shame. But who knows? I recently started wondering if maybe all those names I mentioned were connected to one man, one spake agent, one spake agent with a long history of service to the Spacebird Tectopia, suddenly showing up on a concilium ship behind enemy lines and, well, if that agent served two masters, what if they served three? Something to think about. You you have years to think about it in your cell, so. Uh-huh. We'll pick it up again tomorrow, I, I suppose. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Let's, you know what? I don't know any of those people, but I bet I know someone who does know them. I bet if you gave me a message, I could probably go back to the ship and go back to my contact list and pass it through to them somewhere. I don't friend actually. You know, yes, uh, no, that's no. you know what I've, I've really got. I've really got to get to another meeting. I know I've, I've, I've got a busy day, so and I know you're just going to be sitting in that cell. So we'll, we'll pick that up. We're going to have some free time. God, but you think girl. about it and you let me know. You got girl. I could put you in touch. All right. Well, we'll pick it up tomorrow. Okay. He gets up and leaves the room. Oh! Now we cut to a beautiful swimming pool. Crystal clear water fills this Olympic-sized pool, and we hear a splash as our own Luperno Ilion is jumped in. So far, he has avoided interrogation. How can you interrogate a psychic? But then, as he adjusts to this new body of water, we hear another splash. There, at the far end of the pool, Luperno sees a ripple like a pillow and a sheet moving through the water. It comes closer, and he realizes it's not a pillow and a sheet. It's a jellulon, a species evolved from something akin to Earth's own jellyfish. Ah, uh, hello. Hello. It's so nice to meet you. Eleguiz, my name is Blupiano Ilion. To whom do I have the pleasure of meeting? The jellyfish has no eyes, but you can tell it's directing its focus towards you. Mm-hmm. My name is Hannah Carson. Hannah, what a pleasure. How long did it take for them to fly you in? Couple days, couple days. <laughs> couple I was at, days, of course. I was at a conference on Corexia Prime, and, well, they said I was needed, and I go where I'm needed. Well, I hope this is not too much a waste of your time. I am a simple marriage counselor. Oh. Yes, I've been uh, in an unfortunate misunderstanding. Mm, you know, I wish I wish we had come into contact sooner. I actually recently got divorced. Ah, uh, is, is the divorce a problem? Or was it the relationship that led up to it? Uh, the relationship that led up to it, of course. <laughs> the, the divorce, frankly, was smooth. Yes, celebrate your freedom, I say. Yes, Once we actually found common ground in that. That's wonderful. In the end. That's wonderful. I hope you are you dating? Are you looking to date? You don't have to, of course. No, I haven't I haven't met that right someone yet. To... Finding yourself. But enough about me. Tell me about you. What would you like to know? 
Well, I'm I'm so interested. I was told that you were found in the Ministry of Information. Is that true? Uh, so one, of the, seems to one be. of the restricted floors? I did not realize it at the time, but yes, it seems that is where I ended up. So interesting that you would have ended up there by mistake. A location with, well, as I understand it, several levels of heightened security. So they keep telling me, but they were not there at the time. I tell you, I flopped in there like so much of a lily pad. And your two friends? Uh... Yes, he's a human and a, um, a speck, yes. I don't know him that well, but we were in the same space together. We've gotten to know each other in ourselves, I will tell you. They are not so bad guys. You know, I've had a lot of experience recently being lied to by a man, Bluperno. <laughs> hey, listen to me. You are absolutely welcome to your experience and you must tell the truth of it. But do not put your ex-husband on me. And yet here I am being told this story about how you just sort of waltzed into a highly secure facility shortly after a terrorist attack right in front of the very building that you just so blithely strolled into. Madame, now I understand that you are trying to map your experience with a lying husband onto me, but perhaps you should map that experience onto a unqualified government yes i i think that perhaps someone is embarrassed a simple fish man could uh, stumble into uh, the wrong area and is making up all sorts of tales and stories of of wild security forces and so on and so forth and they were not there so it was an accident you came into the possession of all those forged identity cards i was looking for Normal identity cards. In the Ministry of Information. Is that, again, I didn't, I thought it was the Ministry of, um, you know, it, I was I was trying to navigate where to get the proper paperwork. And, um, you know, I don't know which ministry. The Ministry of Identity Cards, perhaps? If, if, you know, I'll tell you what, I talked to five different people. They gave me five different answers. And that would have been a sixth of who mm. I was trying to find to get the right identity card. All right. I didn't even mean to be on this planet. Wrong planet, wrong time. I suppose, you know, if you're going to have this many wild misadventures, you might as well end up in a prison aquarium at the end. <laughs> so where did you meet your two friends? I met them here. We were all running around trying to find uh, which way was which in uh, your government bureaucracy. Well, that's so interesting because one of your compatriots said you met on a concilium ship. A concilium ship? No, not here. Not here? The concilium? We should be safe from them. Yes? Safe from the vanguard here. I should hope not. Bluperno, if you're going to put up these walls with me, I'm going to have to resort to other measures. Ooh. And Bluperno, you feel your mind being probed. Ah. It's an uncomfortable feeling. You haven't really felt it that much since your days at the Psychic Academy. And yet, I have ever so itched to finally be able to enact the old defenses. And uh, Luperno goes into um, an old psychic training uh, exercise, which essentially entails uh, leading the invader down a labyrinth of uh, synapses and, uh, and electrical impulses within Luperno's mind, 
always uh, taking uh, the intruder further and further away from the uh, the actual thoughts of truth. I'll roll for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? Make a lasers roll. Thank you. No, what? no, make a feelings roll. Make Please, among do it. I'm not lasers. Get feelings. It's pure feelings. <laughs> Uh, Blue Perno's uh, score is a two, and I rolled a one. It is a failure. Blue Perno, you received the finest concilium psychic training. For years, you studied under masters of the mind to shield yourself, to become a, become a weapon and a perfect system of defense in the psychic plane. Almost no one could pierce your defenses. However... All of those defenses were designed to protect you from other psychic beings that also possessed what you would consider a brain. <gasps> Hannah Carson, as a Jellulon, doesn't possess what, what we, what most sentient species would consider normal organs. In fact, her brain is part of her stomach. <laughs> and so it's like trying to stop a tidal wave with paperwork. It's just not the right defense for the moment. And she floods your mind. As she does, her tentacles wrap around your limbs. And you feel, you feel the information being extracted out of you. <laughs> Blue Perno struggles and he chokes through his kills. And then he gives in to the freedom of finally just being seen. Mm. And not being able to and not having to hide. For a man who insists he just wandered in there, I'm seeing a lot of mental images of the Vanguard Psychic Academy, Blue Perno. Yes, it was a lie. Drink it. Drink my truth. Take it from me now. I am so tired of these deceptions. Anything you want, I will tell you. I luxuriate in it. So you give yourself over freely. Yes, more than freely. I swim in your superiority. Yes, yes, I see that now. Oh, your psychic gifts were discovered at such an early age. You were pulled from your family when you were little more than a little tadpole. Yes, I was taken from my family when I was a guppy because I had psychic powers and they did not. It was painful at first, and since it taught me power, powers that I have... Used as a shield, as a crutch, as everything. Until now, you take it from me. Take it, take it. Look at me. This is all you've ever known. This is all you've ever worked for. This is all you're trained to do. Tell me, what are you without these psychic powers? Are you anything at all? No! No! There, 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 there. It's all right. It's all right. You've been very good today, Blue Perno. No. Yes, no. No. This is good. This will be better for you. It's better this way, trust me. You feel a little tingling in your limbs, a pleasurable tingling mm. from Hannah's tentacles wrapped around you. Thank you, Hannah. These can you. deliver pain. I was expecting to have to use them to deliver pain, but they can also deliver pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I am lost without you, Hannah. I am nothing. I'm weak. Tell me more about your spake friend. And, and we pull away. Now, 
we find ourselves back in one of the more nondescript, non-aquatic interrogation chambers. Here sits our boy, Gelmir Lysander. Seems he's been waiting a while as he drums his fingers on the table. Finally, the door opens. But it's not the interrogator gelmeyer has been meeting with the past three days. This Corexian is different. He's in a more formal uniform, stands a little taller, has broad shoulders. He approaches you, Gelmir, and holds out a hand as if he's expecting you to kiss it? Gelmir looks at the hand, looks back up, and fist bumps. Oh, cool. People usually, people usually kiss my hand. That's, that's right on. Uh, yeah, well, the Corexian sits down. So, how you doing? How's it, how, has everything been all right the past few days, man? Uh, it fucking sucks, but that's just how it is, so, <laughs> yeah. I hear the food kind of blows, right? Yeah, it's awful. It's, yeah, it's, oh. it's, I wouldn't pay for it, that's for sure. Hope I'm not paying you know what? for it, I, yeah. We got some, we actually have some good food printers up here. I, I can see about getting you some, some better chow. I mean, that would be great. Sure. Cool, cool. Yeah. So your name, what's your name again? Is it, is it Gel, Gelmeyer? Uh, Gelmeyer. Gelmeyer. Cool, cool, cool. Hard nice. G, yeah. Hard G, so. Nice, cool. Yeah. Um, my name actually has a hard G, too. What's your name? <laughs> uh, you, you can call me Gelpox. Really? Gel? Yeah. Like Gelmeyer Gelpox? Huh. Kind of, yeah. Well, oh, um, yeah, it's pretty weird, huh? <laughs> it's actually, it actually is kind of weird. So, yeah, how you doing, Gail Pox? I mean, I'm all right, but it's, I don't know. It's been a weird few weeks. Sometimes, do you ever feel like, do you, I don't know what your life is like, but um, I find myself in charge a lot. Like, I, like kind of a, I'm kind of a leader, I guess. And I didn't really choose it. It was sort of thrust upon me. And, uh, you know, I'm doing my best, but sometimes I really feel like, Maybe I'm not cut out for this, you know? Does that make any sense? Is that just crazy? Actually, Gelbox, that makes more sense than you fucking know. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It is hard to sort of take responsibility upon yourself to be that center of attention that you frankly crave, but fumble the bag and let down the people you care about. So I get it. It's hard. But, um... Yeah, I guess that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. This is going to sound totally random, but I've actually been looking for someone for a while, and I'm just like sort of out of the blue wondering if maybe you've heard of them. Uh, I don't know. What's her name? Does the name Ethan Salmon mean anything to you? Ethan Salmon? Yeah. Uh, no He's a novelist. I don't know, man. I don't. I mean, I read novels for sure, but I don't know if... Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's cool. Oh, there's actually another name. I don't know. Legs Loveless? Is that another novelist? Because, like, I don't know. No, not, like... not a novelist. Okay, yeah, I don't think I've read him, so SAS or whatever. Yeah. He's got, like, uh, he's got kind of longish hair, but it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's good hair. It's like I don't pretty, re- I don't look at pretty the wavy. Sort of, I never look at the picture. I he's not a novelist. He's not, dude. He's not. He doesn't have to <laughs> write novels. I don't novelist. read the picture. No, he's not any, a novelist. I, there's I other he, ways, other types like, of writers. Novelist, dude, dude. No, Essay, like nonfiction. Don't look at any of the. I don't like to. I like it's to actually have the funny word. that you think he's a novelist still, but no, he's not a novelist. Oh, okay, then yeah. So you don't don't know. So he's got like he's got like more than the usual number of arms. 
And what's that? What's what's the what's the usual number of arms? Two. Oh, like you have like I think I have. There's a lot of different species of sentient life out there. Different types. He's of arms. human. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well then. So you don't you don't know him? No. Sorry. I wish I could help. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we like hooked up. What? Yeah. You hooked up? Yeah. Yeah, I met up with him on uh, Xanadu Hard a couple weeks back. You ever been to Xanadu Hard? Yeah, I've been to Xanadu Hard, yeah. Yeah, well, like, we sort of, like, clicked, I guess. And uh, he's been, I, I, I didn't get his number, so. Legs gives you the time of day. Uh, well, he gave me the time of night, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Dude. Gamera sort of leans back, uh, and as he leans back, he picks up his hand ever so slightly, the the preamble to going in for that high five, nice job, bro. But as he sees himself doing that, he just sort of drops the arm again, holds himself back. Yeah, man, sorry, love is core. I'm getting married soon, so you know, I guess oh. I don't really know what's going on with this sort of like singles life these days. But that dude, that rules! Congratulations, is, thank you so much. I hope I am can you know, yeah, hope it can happen. So, who are you getting married to? Fiance, you know. <laughs> cool, cool. What's their What's their name? Just feels like. I mean, frankly, dude, I mean, I'm sort of like I'm being imprisoned by you guys. I don't really want to talk to you about like my family, <laughs> you know, so it's like, oh, I thought we were kind of relating to each other. Like I just told you like my name and how our names like both start with Gail and like how we're both and leaders. I think and I told rules. you who I just hooked up with and it feels like it's only fair. Sure. So, yeah, but it's, it's sort of the power dynamic sort of like robs fair from, you know, you know, fairness from the equation, really. Right. We can both admit that. I mean, like you're sort of trying yeah, I to thought that, I, like, I just didn't think, you know, I thought we were, I, I didn't think there was a difference in like power. I thought we were both leaders, but I don't know. Maybe you're not a leader. Maybe I'm not. So what's up, man? How'd you get that scar? You want to know how I got this scar? Yeah. I did it myself. Took a knife and thrust it down my cheek to prove to my classmates that I am not someone to fuck with. Oh shit. You're like a badass. Thank you. I accept that one. You're a cool guy. Do you see me as some mirror to you or something like that? Some dark reflection? A prisoner who perhaps tells you more about himself just by the way he speaks dark truths? You're talking to me like you can find out something about yourself through me. Pal, I don't know you. I don't know shit from Sunday these days, all right? All I know is I'm stuck in my cell waiting for, waiting for home. You gonna, you, gonna, you gonna help me get out or not? Why do you think Legs doesn't give you the time of day? Legs does Yeah, I don't know Legs, so... Uh, why would someone I don't know give me the time of day? I just think, like, he's... I don't know, in the time we spent together, he seemed like a really good judge of character. And I feel like you're really cool, so I feel like he would respect you. Maybe he would be right not to, based on the situation I'm in right now. Yeah, it <laughs> kind of sucks you got caught in that in that office, huh? Yeah, I was just trying to find information about Cauliflower. <laughs> it's crazy oh, that being curious about cauliflower gets you in this situation so oh, but suddenly you're curious about this, cauliflower and people sort of challenge you and lock you up for a while yeah this is such a classic this is classic you should have been you should have been at the ministry of information dude you should have been at the council on agriculture but you have to admit that information about vegetables is literally information you you got to admit that though yes i admit that totally so listen, 
I get that it was all a misunderstanding. Like, I totally get that. Thank and you. Fuck you know what? Finally. Because I do think you're a cool guy, and I do think you're a leader. And even if you won't admit it, I think we do relate on a lot of levels. I think we can get you out of here today. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just, um, you know, tell me how I can find legs, and, uh, you know, we can make this all go away, dude. Yeah, I wish I could help you. I wish yeah, I did. I but... wish you could too, because I like came all the way from Corexia Prime. Came from Corexia. Like talk to you, because they told me they were like, we just captured this cool human, and it, they feel like you, the Corexian Archduke, could really like, would really like to meet this guy. So I said, all right, let me put me on the next spaceship. Even if I did know a legs, the fact that you have to imprison people to know information about this person, frankly, weirds me the fuck out. If you guys are actually dating, you try social media. You try dating apps. You try going to the bar, getting credit card information and shit like that. All right? Okay, but like you know that there's a social media blockade between the CVA and the Concilium. You know that. I don't get involved in politics. I'm trying to oh. I'm just trying to live the, with the love of my life. Politics weird me out. They bore me too. Okay, dude, whatever. I I thought you were cool, but I see that we're like not understanding each other so i guess no i guess it's a disconnect yeah. sorry about that yeah yeah but you know what i will admit it was cool to meet you and he goes to give you like a you know like a side like a high five slash handshake gelmeter instinctually goes for it yeah it was nice to meet you too man you, you, you did a good job yeah and when you when you do do that handshake gelmer um you realize that his hand isn't empty. There's a note and there's a folded up piece of paper in his hand that he's passing to you. He makes eye contact. He takes a hand and, and holds it in his fist. Sort of puts it in his pocket. Okay, great to meet you, man. Yeah, and, um, you know, maybe if you ever do get out of here and uh, you do ever meet legs, like, lucky for you, he's super hot. Hey, if you guys had as much of a connection as you say you did, then, like, maybe it's meant to be and you'll find each other somehow. I wish I could help. <laughs> Love is really important to me, so I really do wish I could help. Yeah, I'll just go. Um, oh, and yeah, you aren't you aren't connected in any way to Meredith Chesterfield, are you? Uh, who? Unfortunately, the answer to that question will have to wait because this interrogation is interrupted, not by a phone call or a pee break, but by an explosion. Hello, all you space cadets out there. It's Joe Laporte, GM, producer, and all-around visionary of Oh These, Those Stars of Space. And I've got a very special announcement that you all better pay attention to. The entire cast of Oh These, Those Stars of Space, that's right, Allie, Branson, Carly, Chris, others, are going to Gen Con this August in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana. We'll be there August 4th through the 7th, and we're going to be doing all sorts of fun things. We're going to be doing the first ever 
the first ever Oh These Those Stars of Space live show. We're going to be hosting games. There's also going to be a live Rude Tales. And it's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I'll be GMing Lasers and Feelings games set in the world of these those stars of space. And I'll even be running those games with people like Chris Hastings and Tim Platt playing their famous characters from the show. You can play alongside them. Who could put a price on this? I can't. Now, what you want to do is go to rootetalesofmagic.com slash GenCon, and that's going to give you all the information on buying your badge to GenCon, getting your tickets for our live shows, and signing up for our live in-person role-playing game experiences. You could travel across the universe and not find a better weekend. We can't wait to see you all out there. It's going to be a blast. And now, back to the episode. Ooh, I hope Blue Perno makes it out okay. Gilmer, you cough as rubble crumbles around you and smoke begins to clear. As your mind clears, a figure pulls you up. It takes a second, but that cool leather jacket gives it away. Trinita, the alluring pro-meat radical we met in part one. Is that you? Are you you okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's me. It's me. Wait, do you have the rest? Do you have Carbo? Do you have Buperno? No, no, I I just, I just, I just broke in. Fuck. Um, uh... Gelmir looks around. Uh, uh, is, is Gelpox injured? Is he around? You see him, uh, you see him, like, under, like, basically his waist is, he's face down, his waist is basically covered in a pile of rubble. But he's breathing. Ah, shit. He rushes over, pushes some of the waist uh, 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 off of his back. Ah, Trinita, Trinita is shocked. What are you doing? Don't say we it. gotta get out of here. Look, sometimes Lear's gotta... Stick together. Uh, uh, Alright, let's go! Okay. You run down the hallway uh, as alarms blare and people are you hear yelling in the distance, there's chaos. Do you know where do you know where your friends are? Yeah. No, but I will soon. Over here! Help! I'm stuck! What is this? What is this sound? Trinita, you grab Bulperno, I'll get Carboat. Okay. You head off down different branches of the hallway. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Carboat is covered in crushed drinking glasses. (laughs) His stomach is huge. (laughs) Pretty bad time for a midnight snack, eh, pal? Oh, what can I, what can I, what can I tell you? I'm a stress eater. Tell me, listen, listen, listen to me. I caved, I caved like a Robusto Ashton Magnum. I'm, I'm, well, I overheard how to be trained for torture, but I never overheard how to be trained for them being nice to me. But don't worry. I didn't tell them anything. Look, I trust you, and no matter what happens, hopefully we'll be out of here soon enough where it won't even matter. Uh, Okay, no matter what happens, say that again, to be clear. No matter what happens. Carbo, don't you fucking put me on record right now. We've got lives to save. Okay, but that's what you said. Oh, boy, I do not make verbal contracts. I do not make verbal contracts anymore. I heard it. That's the law. No, it's not. It's not the law. It's not the law, dude. You want a glass before we go? Uh, yeah. We cut to the pool. 
Bluperno, you're still there, wrapped in the embrace of Hannah Carson. God, it is, it is, it is so comfortable. It is the first time I have felt peace in 20 years at least. But I hear the call and I say, Cuckoo! Oh, cuckoo. cuckoo to who? Cuckoo to who, Bluperno? Don't you see? Don't you see? Don't we have something here? You could. You could be husband material. It is only one. It is all <laughs> I want to husband, and yet I hear the call. I am a fisher who is torn a cuckoo and a husband. A cuckoo, a husband. Save me from this agony, one side or the other, please. Unfortunately for you, I'm codependent, and her tentacles change to electric shocks. You won't leave me. Please, I'm nothing without you, and you're nothing without me. I see you for who you are now. You are just another manipulator. You don't have a brain. You just have a particularly well-evolved stomach. Just then, Trinita bursts into the pool room. Trinita, save me from this aquatic beast. Um, she tosses you, uh, like a life preserver. Um, no, no, no. I, it, uh, I don't need to come out of the water. That's not the problem. <laughs> um, I, uh, actually need to oh. be in here. Uh, the problem is this, um, psychic octopus who is, uh, draining me of, um, my, uh, ego, as it were. Well, what about this? And she picks up a reverse scuba tank. Now that's what I'm talking about. And she tosses that in the water. All right. Blue Perno tries to free himself from the terrible electric grip of his oppressor. Make a make a laser's roll, but Blue Perno. Uh, fail. Those tentacles grip ever tighter as you try to struggle yourself to be free. No. No, don't you get it? We're special. We're meant for each other, Blue Perno. The only two psychic fish people in the whole Corexian Vermont Alliance. No. No, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, there must be more of you. I know there are more of me. And you. You have twisted my love. You made it an asset to your military, to your government. I will never. And we hear the click of a vaser cocking. Let him go. It's not what talking. Fine. She releases the hold. Oh, uh, Blue Perno feels um, the walls of his psyche like shoot up like emergency dance. Just like, like, choo, 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 choo. He, he, he feels himself again. He feels far more comfortable. Fine. Leave me, but. You're nothing without those powers, Blue Perno, and you'll be nothing without me. I will go into therapy myself to work that out. <gasps> Fanfare. <laughs> we cut to the hallway. Gelmer has fashioned a little backpack for Carboat to hang on. 
as he races down the hallway in search of his friends. Yes, yes, Gilda. A position of service. Leading from behind, topping from below. This is the kind of leader I can get behind. <laughs> nice, dude. That's funny. Jeez. You got the gift of the gab. <laughs> okay. Go, 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 go. That way! Gomi runs in the direction of that response he heard from Luperno. You make a turn down a long hallway and see, there, at the other end of this long hallway, there he is, with Trinita. <laughs> the whole gang back together. I never thought I'd see that day. But there's an intersection in this hallway, and out of it come a bunch of Corexian guards with vasers. Friends, you got time for one more ass whooping? Time? Yeah, Gamma, you could say I've got the time. And he winks at Gamma. If time flies, throw me at them. <laughs> Loud and clear. Hey, uh, Gamma puts his arms up in the air. Hey, we surrender. Uh, whoa, whoa, I'm falling. As he, as he trips forward, he, grab, he, he grabs Carboat's shoulders on his back. And as he falls forward, he hurls him in the direction of these guards. Carbo Bin Laden's cluster of arms unfurl, and he begins to spin in the air, and he hits the chest of the lead Corexian like a drill through wet soil. Hold on. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're going to roll, You want to make a show? Yeah. You're going to roll. I'm, okay, yeah, but, I, yeah, okay. The, you know, I tell you what we do, and then we roll for yeah, it. No okay, one's going to okay. hold on. You want to make a Star well, Trek you, prestige? Before you... You got to roll, you, bitch. Uh, before you got to roll, bitch. Before yeah. you cry to God, will you fucking listen to me and no. make a lasers roll? That's prepared because you've got help from Gelmer. So roll twice. Yeah, dude. Ooh, yeah, baby. You said lasers? Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Roll the same. Uh, I got a one and a six, an extreme success and extreme failure. Those ideas mm -hmm. don't exist in the game, but I got the ends of the spectrum. You successfully, like, impale this Corexian, totally destroying his insides. And you realize for a moment that this would be a perfect meal, this man you're ripping apart, but you're full from all that glass. Oh, but I'm a stress eater. There's always room for a little Corexian. Your eyes are bigger than your stomach. You don't have room. Oh, oh no. My cap! The cap at the bottom of my torso! It's gonna blow! The other Corexians are horrified by what's happening, and they all scatter. They run away. Huh. They bought it. Hook, line, and... Huh? Stinker! Gelma, get me out of here! I'm gross! Aw, oh, pee you! Gelmir <laughs> picks him back up, goes, Cheese, dude. Some... Uh, who cut the cheese? <laughs> Trinda, how do we get out of here? Follow me. The bomb I used to blow a hole in this building is right over here. <laughs> the bomb I used to blow. <laughs> ah, oh, you used a double bomb. The bomb that goes off and then is still there. No, perhaps I misspoke. Maybe don't give me shit about it. <laughs> Maybe you should be clear about what kind of bomb you're using. What, do you like yeah. meat or do you love meat? Come on. I blew a hole in the door and freed you. I blew a hole in the building and freed you. You want to you quibble? Hey, everyone, start. this is not the time. I'm putting on my executive decision and tie like a president of the United States, and we are going through that exploded space. Yes, well done, Gilmer. You have discovered the avatar of your leadership, and it is an imaginary time. <laughs>
cling to it, wrap it around your neck, make others stare at it in wonder. Wow, Gelmer, you really are a leader. Man, whoever that woman is, she must be really lucky. Hey, she is, but not as lucky as me. Let's go. You make it through the hole in the building. It's a big dang prison. There's a lot of chaos. Keep a low profile. <laughs> Just uh, walking through my normal day. <laughs> uh, nothing to see here. <laughs> uh, oh, well, look, the prison's being disturbed. <laughs> Pretty good for me, a guard. Come on, guys, play the part. I am being carried to the market where I will be put on sale for eating. Nice. And I am a limp a decoration for this planet's version of Halloween. Nice. Being taken to market is lucky because you recall, Blue Point Arrow, that your rendezvous point to be teleported out of here is at Corexian Dreams, the moon's largest shopping mall. We still have a chance to make a rendezvous. Come on, we need to get to sh the shopping mall. That is where our rendezvous point is. I'll pretend to be a fish on sale at the shopping mall. Um, you two can pretend to be on sale too. I don't know. It's a weird world. Uh, anyone will buy anything. Every planet has a macabre holiday. Yes, of course, that's true. Why here they celebrate Halloween. <laughs> See? I'll just go limp. You pretend you're returning me because I wasn't scary enough. I don't think that is a problem. <laughs> Whoa. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, he's a scary looking man. But so are we all in our own ways. It's uh, you know, I, I have to unpack my own biases. Uh, let's get let's go! Let's go to the shopping area. Wait, there's something I have to know. When you were in there, when you were in the prison, did they ask you anything about me? No. You know what? Wait. Yeah, no. Um no. I need I to know if my cover's been blown. No, I my mind was um, completely compromised, utterly demolished. Um, I gave up everything, and yet um, you didn't come up. Uh, huh. Unless you're oh. the famously sexually wonderful spake assassin, Ken Girl Gehring, then no, are you? No, you're not. I know you're no, not. No, but no. But no. Um, yeah, no, they said some names, but yours never came up, so, um, I think you're safe, which oh. is a good thing, right? You're safe. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's, that's good. I good, sense I'm... regret. You wish for notoriety. It's not important. Let's get you to that mall. Very well. We'll work okay. this out later. And I know exactly how we get there. Running? Uh, Gelmir looks around. Uh, now they're outside. He's looking around for vehicles. <laughs> yeah, there, it's kind of a low traffic area around this prison, but there is uh, kind of a rickety old ice cream truck. <laughs> he rushes to the ice cream truck. Is there anyone inside? Yeah, an ice cream man. Sir, we're going to need your car. What? We're going to need your car. Why? Um, because we got Wait, sorry, did you mean ice cream? Do you need my ice cream? No, we need your car. We've got a fish man, and he's got to be cool because we got to sell his body to the market. But So his guy's got to be cool. But if it's not cool, it's going to spoil by the time we get to the market, and then no one gets to have the amazing fish that we got. 
Why are you all in prison uniforms? Because we were pretending to be in prison because we wanted to know what it felt like to deny ourselves tastes so that when we actually cook for our customers that are, we'll have like, we'll like know what we're missing and know the perfect taste to create the perfect experience to create for our customers. We're chefs. We're all chefs. Did I, I'm sorry. I thought I said that. He leans in close. What was it like to deny yourself? Honestly, a breath yeah, of fresh air. Me. Sometimes we forget when we can have everything that we want. When you can eat, when we can eat vegetables all the time, we forget how good that they taste when we can't have them anymore. I'm surrounded by so many delicious ice creams, so many pungent flavors. Sometimes I feel like I'm drowning in it. So let me let me be honest with you. You do not have to go to jail. I kind of regret us doing that. That was a little too extreme. Just give yourself a month and say no dessert for a month. And it's, keep it that month. Keep it that month. It's all, all got to be that month. If you want to go further than that, you can. But just like make that month be that month. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I have it in me. He smacks him in the face. Ugh! Do you serve food? Yes. Then you have it in you to create the food that you need to create by hook, by crook. Do what you got to do. Gelmer, I need you to make a feelings roll and I need you to make a prepared feelings roll. You're displaying some real leadership here. A five. A six? Those are two successes, baby. Yeah. He throws down his paper hat. You're right. And there's no time to start like the present. I'll start today. And he gets out of the ice cream truck and he runs down the street. Gilmer, that was incredible. I'm an honest man myself, but I have to assume that if I knew the art of deception, I'd say you are Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, Gelmir turns to him and arches his eyebrow for a second and goes, you're not just a vape salesman, are you? <laughs> no, I also studied art history in school. There we go. Everyone, come on in. We cut to this ice cream truck weaving through uh, Corexian traffic. But oh no, you're hearing more of those sirens. Is this another chase? Is it? Wait, is it a chase? Are we being chased? Oh shit, right, yeah. Are we being chased? Uh, gotta act like we are. Let's go. He takes out the dull knife that he had kept from the uh, from his cell. He goes, stop him, and he throws it out the car behind the people behind them. <laughs> Unfortunately for Gilmer, any pursuers were hundreds, thousands of feet back, you know, far back. He had quite a distance, but the throngs of children chasing the ice cream truck were quite close on the sidewalk. Can you make a lasers roll? A one. Wow. You narrowly missed the eye of a small Corexian girl, denying her a compelling backstory and a villain that one day she would pursue. But it's not time to tell her story. It's yours. You make it. You're at the mall. It's one of the largest shopping days of the year. Tuesday. There are throngs of shoppers moving every which way. It's a huge crowd. You've got to get to the main fountain if you want to teleport away. Blue Perno, I know there's a lot of people here, but... Can you use your psychic powers to figure out the perfect path to avoid the exact spots where everyone won't be because there's somebody somewhere else? What I can do is I can broadcast from my mind a very simple idea, which is that the best deals are over there, not here. It will create a shield that will make everyone flee from our position. It would be an incredible sight. If you've never seen it before, I've done similar maneuvers um, in multiple wars. <laughs> Here in the mall, it should be very good. The moment that my psychic uh, residue hits these people, they will flee. 
They will go to a JC Penny when they wanted to go to Jack Crew. They will go to a, a Bum Bum uh, when they wanted to go to an Orange Julius instead, because that is where we are and we don't want them there. It is a misdirection. That is all. Okay, Professor, enough talking and let's do it already. Making fun of my abilities is not a good indicator of leadership. Sorry, I just, I was trying to do that sort I'm of I'm protecting like you. And I appreciate that. I, I I'm keeping do, you alive. I rely on your guidance, for sure. Okay, let's go! Yeah. <laughs> Luperno, this is your wheelhouse. Make a prepared feelings roll. Yeah, uh, again, Luperno's uh, score is a two. I rolled a three and a four. We got two successive Fantastic. All across the mall, suddenly everyone gets the same idea. They recall seeing an ad earlier in the day about a big sale at Orange Julius. <laughs> Why, it's the best price they'll get on Julius's all year. And they're a little thirsty. <laughs> suddenly, before you know it, there's a stampede away from you. The path is clear. <laughs> um, I, would, I love what that do. Meanwhile, three Orange Julius employees suffer the worst day of their lives. But they're not who we're following. You make it to the fountain. You've got seconds. Trinita, come with us. We could use somebody like you back in the vanguard. No, I can't. My fight is here. The fight for meat continues. Can I be honest? Yeah? Vegetables are pretty cool sometimes. Gilmer, I get it. We're we're not going to end up together. It's fine. You don't have to lay it on that, that thing. Was that, that truly, I honestly want to be totally clear, that was not like, come on, that was just me trying to connect with you as a human being. It's not all romance. It felt like you were negging me. No, I wasn't. I don't play that game. When I see someone who's beautiful, I tell them they're beautiful. And? Do it, Gilmer. Lead with your heart. I'm literally in love with somebody else I'm getting married to. I couldn't be happier. Great, great. Well, I'm staying here, and I'm going to continue my terrorist activities in support of me. You do, and like we discussed, I'll send you those monies and the addresses of the mercenaries that I mentioned. Wonderful. Oh, wait, they had a dip in dots. Let's go back. The ice cream of the past. (laughs) (laughs) They have dip and dots, the antique ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just like grandfather loved. <laughs> Unfortunately, those words are spoken in the teleporter room of the CSS Cavalier. <sighs> there, transporter operator McCarthy and ship's pilot Legs Loveless stand, ready to welcome you. Close call, you three. <laughs> Boy, we had a heck of a time finding you down there. What in the world happened? I told everything. To correct Zin, I'm so sorry, Legs. I gave it all up. My mind was broken. Wait, you told? And the rest? I didn't say anything. Though I did meet someone who knew you. His name was Gelpox? Doesn't ring a bell. Oh, wait, actually, this does remind me. Gelmir reaches into his pants pocket and takes out that note that Gelpox had given to him in his last moments. He opens it up and reads. Hey, man. It's Gelpox. We should fuck sometime. And then a series of coordinates. Okay, well, uh, I don't know who you're talking about, but I'll, uh, I'll take it. Uh, let, me, let me just uh, take that address there, take it down to security, get that scan, make sure there's no weird correction intelligence stuff going on. Speaking of which, wasn't there a third member of the group? Yeah, he was just here a second ago. 
gone. There's no sign of Garbo Bin Laden. There is an obvious trail of blood and metal scrapes out the door of the transporter room. Garbo Bin Laden is finished. <laughs> Something tells me he's more than meets the eye. Um, and again, I am so sorry. I confirmed that there is a, a Vanguard ship operating in this space. Every single thing that I know about uh, was extracted by a Corexian operative. We are exposed and it is my fault. I'm sorry. My psychic uh, uh, defenses were useless. <laughs> Bluperno, my fishy friend. Don't you know it's standard concilium operating procedure. If someone gets lost and we suspect they might have been interrogated, we move the ship and change the shield's frequencies. It's de rigueur. I'm doing a French word of the day calendar. Ah, I feel so at home already. Thank you. <laughs> Great. That's because you are home. Welcome back to the ship, you two. Now, unfortunately, we've got to take you down to the reverse torture chamber. Reverse torture? Yeah, it, it undoes all the torture stuff. Unfortunately, it's as bad as torture. Oh, uh, that's Aww. a shame. I was hoping for some sort of blowjob. Yeah, we were all hoping for that, buddy. What adventure lies next amongst these those stars of space. Oh, these, those stars of space, stars Allie Fisher, Branson Reese, Carly Minardo, Christopher Hastings, Taylor Moore, Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Produced by Joe Lepore and Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse, our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers, for another story from Oh, These... Those stars of space.